last night we did another recording with the guys from the Home Tech Experience. It's a new project that we started, YouTube and podcast show for experts in the smart home industry, communicating clearly pros and cons of a smart home and owning one and buying one, how to navigate through this connected home, smart home, intelligent home space. So look out for that. Look, look for updates from customized Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. New project, so I'm really excited about that. During the recording last night, I was twice I was teed up by one of the other hosts to to roll into a, a dialogue that would explain why you should use a home technology professional to deal with anything tech in the home. And on both occasions, I said, you don't need a home tech pro. Raised eyebrows, gasp, but Chris, this is our job. This is what we're meant to do. And I, I just don't agree with it. I think there are occasions when you will definitely need a professional to do an installation of technical products, tech products. But there are so many things you can do yourself that are so simple. Um, you don't need me to get you up and running with a, a plug and play smart lighting kit. You don't need me to set up a wireless music system. There, there's two examples. So let's look at the first one, smart lighting. You can buy a Amazon Echo Plus the new Amazon voice assistant speaker. Inside that, as well as having voice control, there's also a hub. That hub can talk to certain brands of light bulbs. You can buy it as a starter kit that comes with your first smart bulb by, by Philips. Take out the old bulb, put in the new one, turn the light on, go to your Amazon Echo app, or even just say to um, Madam A, search for devices, it will find that light bulb. And then you can control it with, with your voice. Okay, you might have to give it a name in the app, table lamp, bedside lamp, whatever you want to call it. You've just set up the first piece of a smart lighting system. Add more bulbs, grow the system yourself. You don't need me to do that. What you might need me to do is, is maybe install dozens of light bulbs, or if things, if you're running into some problems setting it up, then you contact us. The second example was a music system. You purchase a Sonos speaker in a department store. You take it home, you unbox it. It tells you to download the Sonos app. You open up the app, it asks you, are you setting up a new system? Yes. Right, plug in the speaker. Okay. Is there a light flashing on it? Yes. Press and hold this button. Speaker found. What do you want to call it? Bedroom. Okay. Do you want to optimize the sound? Yeah, okay. You calibrate the audio for the room. 
do you want to add a music service? Yeah, I have Apple Music. Sign in with your Apple ID. Now you've got the first room in a wireless multi-room music system. You didn't need me. When will you need me? Oh, I want speakers cut into the ceiling. I want this speaker mounted on a bracket. I want the cables hidden. I want also the soundbar version of the, the wireless speaker. Then, yes, you're definitely needing a professional. Don't think that technology exclusively requires a professional to install it. Use them when it gets hard or use them when you just don't have the time to do it yourself. So also on last night's show, we tackled a trending tech story on the home tech experience. And the biggest story this week, without a doubt, has been the announcement that finally the Apple HomePod will be available for pre-order from this Friday. And then should be shipped to people from the 9th of February and available in store, Apple stores. But also I saw in a list as well, it will be in some other retail outlets. So you're gonna see it everywhere very, very soon. Now, in principle, it's very similar to the Amazon Echo and the Google Home speakers in that it has voice control built into a speaker. The big difference with the Apple one, and this is what's going to make it stand out in a, maybe in a negative way, is the price tag. Sitting at, in ex, you know, in excess of £300 for a voice assistant speaker puts it well above anything else available. Even if we compare it to this, the new Sonos One, which currently has Amazon Echo services built into it and is anticipated to launch Google services, Google Home services as well, or Google Assistant built into it. That's only 199. The Apple HomePod is looking like it's going to be 349. However, despite the price, I can see this being very, very popular for Apple owners. So for Apple fans, you know, I do believe the HomePod is going to be a great addition to their, to the existing products they have. Firstly, you're going to have an Apple wireless music system. You buy one speaker, you get the start of a, of a great music system for your home. I believe the quality is going to be very, very good on this sound-wise. Um, they've had time to, to get it right. They have 
benchmarks to meet. There are other competitors with excellent sounding speakers. I think the Apple HomePod will definitely be as good as or better than the competition. So you're going to get a very, very good, good speaker. A voice controllable speaker for things like Apple Music, podcasts, audiobooks as well, I'm sure will, will be part of that. Maybe not right away, but I do believe that they will they will add all these these functionalities. Apple Music straight away for sure. You know, ask for a playlist, ask for a track, ask for you know beats radio. So if you're an Apple music subscriber, it's gonna be a great great speaker for that. Later there will be the the ability to airplay to it. So airplay Spotify, airplay, airplay um, other apps on your phone with, with, with music services. That airplay functionality or what they're now releasing airplay to will enable you to build a multi-room system. So have a speaker in the kitchen, bedroom, living room. AirPlay 2 will also allow you to group speakers together to become a stereo pair. So, an expensive wireless speaker for sure, but I think the quality is going to be up there. Uh, the style is very, very cool, uh, and it's, it's going to fit with the decor of your, your your home. As a voice assistant on its own with Siri, if you're an Apple customer already you're gonna have some really seamless integration between things on your phone like uh, FaceTime calls, memos, lists, reminders, potentially messages. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to to just dictate a, a message and send it. If it's not there right away, I definitely think it will come to it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to, to own one and see how how it interacts with everything that's on my phone and tablet, my iPhone and iPad. I think Siri's going to grow its intelligence. It's going to get smarter and by introducing the smart speaker, their own speaker. Apple have now got to continue to develop the intelligence of Siri. From intelligence point of view, it is behind Amazon Echo and Google Home. We're, we're outside requests. So maybe, you know, tell me a fact about this, tell me the population of this, uh, give me a traffic update. I think that's where they need to catch up. But what I'm hoping to also see from the HomePod is in the same way that the App Store really filled the full potential of of the smartphone that you were able to download all your favorite apps. Apple will have to come up with a similar service to the Alexa skills so apps for HomePod I think will come 
when they open it up to developers, that's when I think they're going to quickly make up ground on on the Amazon Echo product. The HomePod is definitely going to be a capable wireless speaker. It's also going to be a great extension of the Siri assistant for things you use your phone for, requesting music. For Apple, long-term Apple users, if you said to them a couple of years ago, you're going to go out and buy a Google voice assistant or an Amazon voice assistant, they probably would have said no, but I know a lot of them have gone out and bought these voice assistants and have stumbled through the user experience of the, the, the Amazon Echo skill store. If they've gone with Google Mini, which I don't believe a lot of Apple fans will have gone to Google Voices, then I think a lot of them have probably dabbled with Amazon Echo. This brings Apple users back to what they're familiar with. I can see the experience of the voice assistant that blends seamlessly with your phone and tablet and, and your, your iCloud framework as it's just going to be the perfect fit for the for the Apple owner. I really believe Apple have got an opportunity to create a skill store in the same way that the App Store has become such a great shopping experience and it's also there's no doubt about it it's a revenue stream for Apple but it's also an opportunity for, for developers and app developers to to um, showcase their, their skills and, and obviously create an income for, for these people I think they're going to do exactly the same for, for voice voice skills voice commands there's a lot of big companies that are now in the business of developing voice skills. And if they've got an opportunity to, to put their their hard work onto a, a skill store for Apple, I think I think it's gonna be a, a a great addition to the HomePod. When it first arrives, that that's not going to be there. Now I'm also making a big prediction that this this skill store for Apple will will appear. I think it's what will will accelerate its adoption. I think it's what will open it up to people in the market looking for their first voice assistant. But I also think it's, it'll create a culture within the app developer world that they will become skills developers. The launch date of the Apple HomePod was definitely 
for me the biggest story this week. Uh, but another story that caught caught the headlines and, and resulted in lots of updates for our customers was an update to Sonos and it's pretty much a reaction by Sonos to their customer feedback. A little while back Sonos did a refresh of the, the app and a lot of people were were disappointed by it because Sonos has always been well known for having this great user experience via the, the app and when they did the refresh you know, I'm guessing about six to eight months ago, it lost some of the the usability. And they've listened to that feedback, and what they've added with this app update is that you don't have to swipe down or step back to get back to the navigation to maybe play up a different playlist or uh, search for more music or go to a different room you can see consistently now the navigation bar along the bottom that allows you to browse for tracks go to the rooms they change the background color as well to make it a lot clearer it's gone with a black background so all in all a very good update to the Sonos app brings it back into the high level of user experience that everyone was used to and they changed it you know, remember they don't get it right every time the refresh they did gave it a really clean finish and a nicely laid out app it was just a couple of steps that it just didn't make it as, as nice as it can experience as before so if you've got Sonos system you haven't done the update first highly recommend that you update the app first so go to your app store get that new software version 8.3 then once you've updated the app open the app and you'll see down at the bottom corner uh, a little dot or a number one there'll be something to catch your eye to go down to that three dots with a red dot update available do the update let it do its thing, two to three minutes. Um, it'll update all the products, all the Sonos products in your system and, and let, it, let it do its thing. Let us know what you think about the update to the app and if you do think it's been an improvement. We believe it has been and some customers that we've upgraded already uh, have messaged us an email to say, yeah, this is much, much better. On the flip side, this update to the, the products themselves has resulted in some loss of control if you've got a third-party system controlling Sonos. Um, it's not something we've encountered because the, the control system we use, Logitech Harmony, um, has had no effect on the control of Sonos through Harmony. But some companies that have had to write their own codes and drivers to control Sonos, have been caught out by this, and, and the most prominent brands are RTI and Elan, which are not well-known brands to the, to the average consumer, but 
the professional brands for for home controls, not just sonar, filter control, lights, heating, garage doors, things like that, security services in the home. And they've been caught on the hop a little bit here. Um, and I do know that they've instructed their dealers to not to tell their customers not to update to the next version of Sona. Very difficult uh, for it not to happen. We're in the era of automatic updates and multiple people using the system and they're just going to click OK, update. Uh, so there may be some issues with people that have got a more complicated control system in the house. Our customers are, are okay. We, we've got them all hooked up with Logitech Harmony remote, so no changes there. So thanks for listening, guys.